Money is the number one cause of stress and the number two cause of divorce. Make your money go further and work harder with a certified financial planner from Facet Wealth. Financial planning used to focus on retirement, but Facet helps you with today. You get a dedicated financial planner that guides you through every financial decision. Inflation, interest rates, stock market changes, home prices. How do you figure it all out? Well, every advisor at Facet is a certified financial planner and fiduciary. That's just a fancy way to say they have the best training, and they're legally bound to do what's in your best interest. This isn't just about investments. It's about taking care of your money so you can start living a better life today. Facet has a simple flat fee, no hidden charges, and with nothing to sell, there are no commissions. Visit TryFacetWealth.com for two months free off your first year of financial planning. That's T-R-Y-F-A-C-E-T Wealth.com. Facet Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment legal or tax advice. G'day, everyone. Lauren Cress, the business scientist here. For episode 12 today, we're talking about how to turn your knowledge into a premium program. Something I know a lot of people are wondering about, and I couldn't think of an authority in this area that would be better to have on the show than Kat Morrissey, the iconic coach. And she joins me now. Kat, thank you so much for coming on the Grow Your Brand podcast to share your wisdom and insights in this space. Thank you, Lauren. And what an awesome introduction. I love it. <laughs> well, to start with, can you share a little bit about your story, your journey, you know, kind of how you got to where you are today? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So you've introduced me. I'm Kat Morrissey. And maybe some people are wondering about that iconic in my, um, you know, in my headline on LinkedIn, but I'd like to actually help them understand that they are perfectly capable of doing that in their business. So here's a little bit of background. Today, I help entrepreneurs turn their knowledge into a premium program. And what I really want to share with you is how I discovered this method and why I wanted to learn it at, um, I'm in my 50s. So this is something that's really cool for almost anybody at any age, but it also points out it doesn't matter how old you are or how young you are, you can use this system to help your business grow fairly quickly. In fact, it can often happen in as little as eight weeks, and I'm going to tell you today how. So I've had lifestyle businesses for probably 24 years now. But by 2015, the previous lifestyle businesses that I had developed were really no longer serving me. And there were two main reasons for this. One of them was my business was location-bound, which means that I had to be within a an easy drive, you know, to, to actually participate in that business, an hour, an hour and a half. And the second reason, the business that I was doing was renovating and consulting. And that might sound like, oh, that's something you can do on the phone. And to a degree you can, but if you are in charge of making sure that those operations are right, you're actually spending up to eight hours a day on that job. And then add an hour and a half each way in travel and before you know it, there's 12 hours and you're pretty tired at the end of the day. So I haven't finished yet, though. <laughs> as well as my 12 hours days, I had a young, my youngest child. She's now 24. But at the time, she was obviously much younger. And um, she was a professional athlete. 
and she attended a sports high school. She played in Premier League in the New South Wales competition. And what would actually be happening, I'd be driving home after 12 hours and running into the house, changing my clothes, grabbing a coffee, throwing her in the car, and we'd drive 45 minutes to soccer training. And we often wouldn't get home till 9 o'clock at night. So once you do this two or three times a week, (laughs) it soon starts to burn you out. And I know I'm not alone. There are so many people out there with parents and so they're working eight hours, they're travelling and they've got these other commitments outside of their job. So why 2015 and why did I wait? (laughs) Because a professional athlete, they take up a lot of time and obviously they can't drive so they need somebody to, you know, drive them around. And I really had to wait until she was old enough to get a licence and start that next step herself. In 2015, yippee, that happened for me, and I was finally able to have that spare time, even after hours, you know, on my job or my work, my current business, that I could start to create something online. So I spent about a year, and I started to seek, you know, people in that arena that have taken their knowledge and turned it into something, and basically created a better lifestyle for themselves. What I decided to do after about six months or so of really investigating how can I take what I already know, turn that knowledge into something that I can teach other people, but also how could I do that with a big bang? Like how could I do something that innovated my industry? So I had a property And I did some sums on that property and I thought I should be able to make an extra $50,000 to $100,000, which would enable me to be able to kickstart this business. So that's exactly what I did. I sold off a property, made $105,000 in 35 days and started the next steps or the five steps that I'm going to break down here for you today to creating that premium program. I want to go back and revisit a few things that you said. Um, One was, you know, first thing was what you said about age, because I think that Mm. so many times um, that people kind of feel intimidated because they're out of the tech loop. You know, like I don't know how to build a website. I don't know how to, how social media works. Like sometimes I work with people who are like, I'm too scared to use LinkedIn. I don't know how to log into my account. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. like, I think there is this real kind of like, um, it's always like a use it or lose it thing. Like you kind of have yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I Look, honestly, I understand what you're saying perfectly because in 2015, I had no clue. Like, honestly, I, I would just put stuff up on my page and hope somebody liked it. <laughs> And I didn't really have any system or, you know, like I just thought, okay, let's see if people want to learn about marble or let's see if they want to learn about kitchens or, you know, how we renovated a certain thing. That's all I did. And it was so simple, honestly. But but I want to say that sometimes we we need to remember that our clients aren't worrying about what we're worrying about. They're just looking for solutions to their problems. So, for example, if you have a home and you need, and using my story is a really good example, I think it's a lot of Australians' story, you want to make as much money as possible on it and you go to sell it, right, just to use that example. So their burning problem is 
So how do I turn my crappy 1970s kitchen into something amazing but not spend $20,000? Yeah. So if you understand that, there's the answer. So you're right. People get caught up in the worry of all of this. You know, it's what I now know from 2015 that I didn't know. You can have a group. You can now collate your audience. You know, you can talk to them directly. You don't have to try and do it in the crazy way that I did it. (laughs) But back then, that's what I knew, you know, and it still worked. So you don't even have to know how to begin. You just have to begin, right? Which brings me to my next question, Kat, which is how do we take the steps we need to take to really turn that knowledge into a premium program? Where do we start? So step one, innovation. I took the knowledge from my current renovation business and kind of innovated that education a little bit. What I did, over 35 days, I literally shared everything that happened in that property renovation, including the real estate valuation, you know, the open day, like anything where I also had other experts to back me up on, you know, what we were doing, Uh, the repairs, how we actually changed that property, and we did it all live, completely on a business page, live on Facebook. But by the way, I didn't even know groups existed. I do now, but back in those days, this was the only way that I could think of how do I get in front of my audience. Right. And there's something telling about that 35 days, Lauren, and that's that every day I'm speaking to my audience. So for 35 days, they're hearing me every day on my little journey. And it doesn't take very long. If you think 30 days is not very long in business, but, you know, in a month that all of a sudden you've had somebody perhaps go from stone cold to your hottest prospect because you've been really, you know, teaching them something, you're educating them, but you're also getting to know them and they're building a relationship with you, you know, via the ether. So we did that. We showed them the sales. We we gave them the open day. Like we just gave them everything that would be exciting for anybody that wanted to recreate and do something like that. And what also happened in that time, and that's step two, I built a lot of credibility. And, um, you know, credibility really doesn't come with age, maturity or 20 years in a profession or, you know, whatever. It really comes with getting results and then turning those results into something monetary and or life-changing. So I want to be open about this. You know, obviously not every person's business uh, teaches people how to make money, but, um, you know, a result of some sort. If you're going to be a health coach or something like that, You need to have proven results, right? And then you need to innovate your business so that it stands out, you know, from the crowd. And the next thing with that credibility is to build trust. And you do this by continually creating content that speaks to your ideal audience. On average in marketing, it takes 5 to 13 times in front of your audience or target market to earn their trust. So I think that's super important to understand that, that, you know, when you're just putting out one or two pieces of content, that honestly, people are busy. Look at the life that I used to live. I didn't have time to look at anything else. I only had time to worry about what I was doing every day. And um, and I'm not the only one. I know that. Everybody's busy. But, but how do I do something that's exciting for those people? How can I make this life-changing and how can I 
get in front of them enough times that possibly I would have that opportunity to work with them. So bear, keeping that in mind, that five to 13 times at the minimum to start to earn their trust. And that's honestly, I would double that time before I tried to sell somebody something. Okay, step three, authority. You have to create enough valuable pieces of content that people want to reshare. And this is super important because if you can show that you're a credible expert in whatever it is that you are doing, whatever business it is, people want to willingly share that with their friends. They want to share it on social media. You know what I mean? Like they really want to get everybody involved that they know. And that's when you know you're really giving your your clients, your target audience, your prospects, your leads, exactly what they want. And they're more likely to almost help you build your business, right? So it's definitely not about ego and it's definitely not about anything else that anybody might come up with. But when you have valuable content that you can share with others, you'll be asked to join podcasts just like yours, Lauren, you know? get media stories, and all of a sudden, instead of you being the hunter out there, you become the hunted. So number four, educate. Show your audience what you know and how you can help them. To crack your first six figures or even your next figures, you really need to create a way that moves your target into wherever it is you'd like them to go into. And I know you know this, it's definitely not by working hard. It's just by working smart and really grabbing something and innovating that idea and then, you know, turning that into possibly six figures, seven figures. You know, people have done amazing things, created books. There's so many things that you can take from, you know, perhaps my earlier story. Number five, now that you've done all of those four steps, it's time to create that premium program. Because you have authority, you have credibility, you have innovating, you're now known as the person to go to in your industry. And depending on the knowledge that you're selling, it's now your opportunity to create a system and help other people do the same. And I think it's interesting that, you know, your first step was around sort of getting that that cash in a sense, but then using yes. that. I mean, what I think is so clever about the way that you did this is one, it was like, okay, how do I get my sort of like seed money? And at the same time, you're building your brand Yep. in conjunction. And I think what a lot of people do is they wait until they know they have the money or they, um, they start building their brand. They don't have the funds, you know, like they'll do one or the other. And it's really hard then you kind of get stuck at this point where you're like, okay, great. Like I have this brand, but I have absolutely no money to outsource or no money to grow it. Or- yeah right, I've got all this money, I've got, no one knows about me. <laughs> How do I get Yeah, exactly. And, and then that's dangerous too because sometimes you can have a bunch of money and then because you're not focusing on really step one, finding something that's innovative and like really putting your mind to work, right, you blow that money Yeah. because you're not in the right, you know what I mean? Like your, your mind's not in the right space. It's trying to skip one or two steps. So you need money, and I don't want anybody to ever think they don't need money. You do. You need money, you know. But you also have to be thinking, how do I make a blast? You know, what's the way that I can do something and prove it? 
like have proof so that straight away you have credibility. Yeah, I think the the way I kind of um, think about it is in terms of like how will I motivate the masses with my story? You know, why why yeah. should people care about the story that I'm telling? And like when you were um, talking about sort of this this 35 day challenge that you create for yourself which by the way I don't know if I would be gutsy enough to do that Kat. All, all my friends my real estate friends said you're crazy <laughs> and they said what if you fail and um and I said what if I win <laughs> well I guess you know that's that's kind of a good point because like yeah um what if you did fail I mean like did you kind of go through like the work oh we could we could fly this is your summer that means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. This is your summer. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com Coke to save up to $20 on passes. Best case scenario. All right. Call like a yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what I did was I, I really know my numbers in in real estate, Lauren. So um, I, I'm actually little secret here. Please don't tell the renovators that I used to work with on their properties. <laughs> but I'm actually not a very good renovator at all. <laughs> I can't use the drill well. A uh, screws totally, uh, you know, throw me out out of whack. I don't know how to work all of that properly. But what I understand is the money side of it. Yeah. I really understand the money, right? So what happened before I put this out there, I actually said I'll make fifty thousand. Yep. But in my mind, my goal was always a hundred thousand. Yeah. Yep. But I thought I'll I know safely, like I felt very confident I would make fifty thousand. Yeah. Right. So when it tipped the one oh five, everybody else was going, Oh well, yeah, she is crazy, but she did it. <laughs> um, but but in my mind I was pretty confident we were going to get more than fifty. You can't predict the future. I'm not a psychic, you know, so neither is anyone. But I, I was very, very confident about the first 50. So I think you have to – this comes back to being a master at whatever it is that you want to teach first. So I didn't do this on run, one renovation. I've had probably 30 years of property, investing, stories, renovating, etc. So does that make sense? You know, really sort of knowing where you're walking into this, you know, you can get results for people. So by the time we did this very first challenge, all I had to do was just ask one question, who wants to learn how to renovate houses for profit? And people just put their hand up in the air everywhere, you know, but it's not, you know, that old saying, like the overnight success was 20 years in the making, you And that's really true here. You know, all I did was just get committed about wanting that lifestyle business. So here's what I'm going to say, whether you're 20, 25 or 50 or 55, you have something that's valuable. You've learned something. What you then need to do is, I guess, up-level yourself internally to say, what do I need to do now to turn that into a business? And it's just that serves other people. And, you know, it's one step at a time, Lauren. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, like there's so much out there. And this is, again, why I was really excited to get your perspective on this because the step five was create the premium program, not step one. That's correct. 
I think there's so many um, marketers out there who kind of spin this story of saying like the first step is you can just create a program. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's just basically to me, I'm like, that's just throwing your money down the drain. Like, it is. Because you're not, it, like you said, mindset wise, cash wise, credibility wise, you're not in that position yet, no. right? No, that's absolutely correct. And that's the, that I think I agree with you. Most marketers are selling you the dream. Yeah. They're, they're not actually selling you the, the reality of, you know, what you need to do, what, what's real. I, I just was, um, while you were just saying that, I um, just glanced down at my notes and I saw my daughter and soccer, those two words, right? And I thought this is a good way to explain this, Lauren. When somebody's a sports person of any sort, whether they're professional or not, it's not because of five minutes of training. They have spent years and years and years to become wherever they are at that point, you know. And so now she could probably create a premium program, (laughs) but when she was 6, 8, 10, 12, 15, it's not possible. She hasn't got there yet. She's still in the the learning stage. Does that make sense? You know? And I think people need to understand not just by age, but understand to be a master, you have to be really good at what you're doing. What and you, you can communicate that back to people. That's a premium program. I, I think it's it's a great point because it, it also on the other end, I think one of the other problems, like we're talking about age, is is people who are young going Mm. Oh, well, like, do I have to work in a job for 30 years that I hate in order to get to, <laughs> to this point, right, you know, yeah. of, of being an authority kind of thing? Okay, so I'm going to say no depending on your experience. Yeah. So um, can I give this a, an example? Let's just say that you are the top salesperson in your team, but you're 25, right? If you have won some award in your company or being recognised or something like that for your sales, Lauren, you're, you are ready now to start to become an expert. Yeah. You don't need to do this for 25 years, right? You've actually already innovated in some way, shape or form and you've got results. So there's one example. Um, another example might be you've been a nurse for 10 years. Okay, you don't know how to write a program, you know, but you have knowledge there. Does that make sense? So it's not even about time. It's about where have I studied? Now, uh, can I just grab you for a moment? I know that you have been to university. How many years did you spend there before well, you created your business? Quite quite a long time because I'm insane. <laughs> <laughs> Be insane. I love it. Go. So, um, so I did four and a half years um, in undergrad and, and honours and then I did another um, three years part-time for my master's. So awesome. all up, that's like seven and a half years of trying to uh, understand things better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. That's your, there's really good foundations there for your business straight away though, right? Because you, I know that you do everything around the scientific value that's your business, right? Your, your wording, your methodology, what you're teaching people and helping them with. So you did that to get your sound knowledge. Yeah. The next step you have to do is build your business and get clients. Yeah. 
right? Just um, I know that you've already done all of this, but I'm just using you as an example because hopefully it helps somebody else, you know. Uh, then you have to get clients. Then you work with those clients and get them results. And now you have testimonials. Yeah. Credibility and you're building your authority. The next step is creating your program. At that point, I would have to say to you, if, if we, you and I were discussing you personally and your business, are you ready to educate people? And if you said yes, I could take everything that you've just done and package that into a program for you, show you how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. But you've done the yards. You hear what I'm saying? You've done the hard yards. You've done – that's why I ask those questions. So, you know, my daughter's spent four years – doing a business and marketing degree as well. And now she works for um, another digital company, not mine, someone else's. <laughs> but that's a good thing, isn't it? You've got to go and, you know. Uh, you, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And um, and she's just, there's a whole bunch of new stuff to learn, but perhaps one day she'll open her business too. Yeah. I, I kind of, um, I think, you know, I, I completely agree with you, by the way, and I often say this uh, to, to younger people because um, I do a bit of mentoring for younger people sort of oh, awesome. in the university space and like I'm kind of like look like learning t- to me isn't like a linear progression and I think you know this is what you were kind of getting at before as well right like it's not like every year you learn a certain amount of information so after 20 years you know there's right. x amount of information mm-hmm. I, I think it's more about looking at it as a um as an exponential growth thing where you have some people who will kind of get to a certain point and they will never learn again. Like they just get to, okay, I can perform in this mode and, and that's it. And then you have other people who within five years have have talked to as many, I mean, like last year, you know, doing um, my other podcast show where I was interviewing experts from around the world and I you know, yeah. fortunately still get to interview experts now as well. Um, I'm like really supercharging my learning curve. So you know, I started my business at 26 and I look at back at, I'm 30 now, looking back at 26 going, oh, I've learned so much in four years. Yeah. And if I would have stayed at work, I don't know that I would have learned these. I I, I mean, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have learned these. Yeah. You wouldn't have been in the position to have that knowledge. Really? That's really step one, isn't it? You wouldn't be there. Your boss is probably not going to readily pay for you to go and do 25 courses that would have given you that knowledge, you know. So, yeah, you've ex- you've done it exponentially. You probably, well, I'm telling the truth, right? <laughs> I mean, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I, I, we have to finish up soon and I really yeah. asked you this question um, that came in this week that I just thought was, you know, a perfect one for you. Yeah. Uh, comes from... Sarah Jane, and she asks, what is the biggest branding hurdle when marketing a brand? Mm, This is what I'm going to say about just the whole branding thing for a second. If you haven't done, I believe, the innovation, the credibility and the authority, you're probably skipping steps. Because when you're building a personal brand, these days, can I just put it another way, just for a second? I just want to go slightly off track, but I, I'm pretty sure everyone will understand this. It's really easy to become an influencer on social media. 
But most of those people haven't done anything innovative. They're not really very credible. And their only authority is that they can rent a crowd. So when I think about brand, I think, well, see, there's two ways you can look at that. People can make a brand out of that, out of that what I just described, but they probably won't make a lot of money from it. The other way where you master something and then you innovate your industry a little bit, you get credible, you get results, you you get trust, and then you build this expert authority. Let's just, now we can talk about brand to me. Yeah. Because now we're creating a personal brand based not on colours, not on the type of logo, you know, or whatever it is that a lot of people get caught up with that whole brand thing. We're really talking about a brand that's a personal brand that's built from expertise, knowledge, credibility and um, innovation. So, you know, that brand question, I'm not sure where Sarah's background is. I feel it's hard to answer Sarah specifically, you know, but if I had to generalise, you can get caught up in the wrong things very quickly and easily. And and branding, if you're going to be a personal brand of any type at all, you need to have done something and that's your brand. I can I completely agree with you. It's interesting timing actually because at the moment in sort of the, the Grow Your Brand series, um, yeah. we've gone through the, the first foundational pillar, which was around your purpose, your contribution, your reason to exist, which is really that, that's exactly what you're saying, right? It's like you, if you don't have a reason to exist, if you don't solve some sort of problem, if you're yeah. not addressing some sort of need, then like you can't go to the the, the next stage. No, <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah, you can't skip steps, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're, right now we're talking about style and we're talking about, you know, the, uh, you know, tone of voice and colour and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's like it's important to contextualise it and just remind people listening to this if they've been listening along that, you know, the, there's a reason that we talk about purpose and contribution first. Because yes. You need imagery. Yes, you need an identity mm. um, so people can remember you. Yeah. But if, it, if you build that first. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, that's right. C- can I just jump just really quickly because I know you want to wrap this up, but just this will help a little bit. Please. The first time that I did my Facebook business page, I did this a couple of times, by the way, but I'll, I just want to talk right from the first time. I didn't have a website, Lauren. I didn't have a written out program. I didn't have a pretty picture that says, you know, <laughs> this is her brand. I had none of that. Yeah. I just went and proved credibility first. Yeah. And so I think that's step one. So what you call it purpose, you know, like what's your reason or whatever. Yep. You must have that in order to, because the colors and that all happens a little and style and that all comes from being part of you as you develop that from the inside out, not from the outside in. I love that. That's a, that's a great way of putting it. That's that's yeah. such a nice little summary of, of how those things relate together coming from the inside out and not the, not the other way around. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me again. I know you're giving up your Saturday morning, so I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. I've really enjoyed it.
Kat Morrissey there, everyone. And if you want to find out more about Kat, please reach out to her on LinkedIn, Kat Morrissey, the iconic coach. The link is also in the show notes. And Kat was also kind enough to give the show an affiliate link uh, to help support the show. So if you follow the link to actually find out about her program and you decide to uh, work with her, it helps to support the show as well. So please do check that out. If you're thinking about doing a program, if you're at that point where you're kind of like, I've got the business, I don't have the time, but I have some budget that I can put into making this happen. I really think going down this path, I know Kat gets a lot of success with her clients. Uh, Really, really great option for you. Uh, So check that out. Links in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been really helpful. Uh, We'll be back next week to continue our series on style. There's going to be, I think there's going to be another two episodes. So uh, don't miss out on that. Until then, remember that sharing your talents with the world will make it a better place.